Mervyn Hanley will inspire Mervyn Hanley will empower A voice powerful beyond measure He will keep us strong under pressure Touching the hearts and souls of family You will hear his voice through your tragedy Television online and overseas Tune in to Mervyn Hanley it is the 14th of June. Good evening. It's a brand new week. It's the Blue Table with Mervyn Henley. Tonight, Rohan and myself will discuss a number of issues, trending topics that would have taken place over the weekend. Even today, it continues. As St. Kitts and Nevis turns, Rohan, I know that there's a soap opera called, well, used to, there was a soap opera called um, As the World Turns. But as St. Kitts and Nevis turns, we'll be talking about that We'll be talking about the ongoing economic booming activity on St. Martin, and we'll talk other issues if time permits. But before this, before all of that, rather, let's take a break and we'll hear from the Development Bank of St. Kitts and Nevis and Anchor Podcast, and we'll be right back because I know after this uh, programming, Rohan has another show to be on, so he it's a busy night for him. So we'll be right back after this. Everyone struggles at times. Even we too have our own struggles. Do you have a loan at the Development Bank of St. Kitts and Nevis and have fallen behind on your payments because of financial difficulties? Have your financial situation changed? If your answer is yes, visit the Development Bank of St. Kitts and Nevis or call 465-2288 extension 1101 or 469-5416 to make an appointment to discuss our debt evaluation and restructuring plan with one of our qualified officers. We are committed to working with you to make a sustained positive difference in your life. Mervyn Hanley will inspire, Mervyn Hanley will empower, a voice powerful beyond measure, he will keep us strong under pressure, touching the hearts and souls of family, you will hear his voice through your tragedy, television online and overseas, tune in to Mervyn Hanley. And we're back at the Blue Table with Mervyn Hanley and Rohan Isles. Mr. Isles, good evening to you, how are you? Good evening, brother. I am doing well. I'm doing well despite the, the circumstances, but we continue to to give thanks to our creator and, um, you know, work towards a better day. I mean, that's all we can do at the moment. Right. It's all we can do at the moment. Let's get right to it because I know that you have a busy night, um, um, Honorable. Now, <laughs> um, on Friday night... I think it was the, was it Friday? Yes, Friday night. The Prime Minister Friday. of St. Kitts and Nevis, the Honorable Dr. Timothy Harris, he would have addressed the nation. And in his speech on Friday night, he announced a partial lockdown um, of the country um, with restrictions. Now, um, instead of 8 p.m., the, the, the curfew, instead of 8 p.m. to 5 we're now at 6 p.m. You're now at 6 p.m. to 5. Um, so that's that. And this is because, obviously, of the surge in uh, active cases on the island of St. Kitts. That was on Friday night. On Saturday, the Attorney General of St. Kitts and Nevis, uh, Vincent Juicy Byron, he would have detailed... 
uh, went through, broken down the, 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 what was said on Friday night with uh, Prime Minister Dr. Timothy Harris. Um, because I guess some folks, um, well, I wasn't con- confused, but there were some who, who apparently were confused with the language used and wanted to know what was going on. Is it a lockdown? What is it? Curfew? Same thing, partial lockdown. We'll get through that. And then on, you know what? Let's not talk about that as yet. Let's talk about what, ha- what took place on, on Friday night and Saturday as far as the, the, the curfew on St. Kitts and Nevis Rohan. Yeah, I mean, on, on, on Friday, I, I think the majority of the population here in St. Kitts and Nevis mm-hmm. um, um, have gotten accustomed to um, whenever there is a notice of the Prime Minister addressing the nation, we, we understand what is what is about to come, and I think the majority of us uh, anticipated either a total lockdown or the partial lockdown, as, as the Prime Minister alluded to. I think for Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, this COVID nineteen situation has really brought about heightened emotions among people. Yes, and um, sometimes when we get to that level of, of um, emotional um, standing, we, we we sometimes not intentionally, but we we don't listen um, thoroughly. Mm-hmm. Um, we 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 get to we hear certain things that the mind has already preconceived. And yes. And once we hear that, we really, you know, sometimes we tune out and we make our own um, or decisions based on what was what, what 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 we heard. I know there are people who said they heard lockdown, twenty-four hour lockdown. Some people who said that they heard lockdown. And I think really and truly, and I said to some of my colleagues that probably the the the, the, the term lockdown should not have been used uh, that early in the presentation, or probably not at all, because. From all prior experiences in St. Kitts and Nevis, when we heard of lockdown, it meant lockdown. Mm-hmm. And, you know, our past experiences had us, we were locked down for um, days at a time, five mm-hmm. days, and then we'd get out for two days and so on. And I saw more, and I think most people had that, that kind of inclination where their prior um, experiences, their prior knowledge kicked in once they heard lockdown and they, they automatically thought that that was the case. And so, that happened, and I think for the prime minister, he was simply saying, "Listen, we are locking down, but these are the conditions under the un, under this um, particular, particular like, lockdown, lockdown, right? Particular mm-hmm. lockdown, if you would want to call it that." And so, you know, he went through he went through the list of things that, or the list of conditions under which the lockdown would, would take place. Uh, and 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 again, from for the most part, I think the, the majority of the federation um, anticipated those kind of things. Uh, you know, another thing that is interesting in, in in that, the prior knowledge, is that a lot of us have gotten to the point where we wait for a written breakdown of the, the Prime Minister's address. Mm-hmm. And so we, we have gotten comfortable with that, and so most of us really don't listen, we just tune in. We hear, but we don't listen, and then we say, well, Exactly. We yes. A communication yes. specialist like uh, JD Keynes or Mervyn Hanley or whoever else is going to really listen and then you know take out the the, the nitty gritties of it and, and and post it. And I think in that way a lot of people had you know the back and forth of not understanding and so on. And, and you know I chalk it up to 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 the the the, the effects of COVID nineteen. I think a lot of us, most of us, really want to get beyond. Um, 
the COVID-19 era. I think it is playing, it, it is mentally um, straining and draining a lot of us. And um, we really just want to get to the normal, whatever that is. Because right now, I don't think people really care too much about what was yesterday's normal or what was normal five years ago. I think people are truly just looking forward to a time when they, they, they can live life without having to, you know, be bombarded with um, go get vaccinated or go do this or go do that, just to live and to live understanding and, and knowing that they can live without without the, the, the fear and the threat of the effects of a COVID-19. However, I mean, that's another conversation for another time. As the citizens, we still have to be responsible and we still have to do our part to ensure that we can get to that normal, whatever it is and whenever it is. But the Prime Minister, in in, in, in his wisdom as the leader of the cabinet, taking um, advice from the, the COVID-19 um, task force, and of course, again, a lot of people are going to have questions to ask to the, to the, to the, to the task force um, because, of course, as the Prime Minister will say, he has time and time again trusted their knowledge, trusted the expertise. And, and that is, that is evident. Um, he, has, so. he has given the... From what I my observation, he he has placed his trust and his confidence in the 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 St. Kitts and Nevis task force. That is very obvious, and uh, he doesn't shy away from that. And even when they're yeah. under criticism or scrutiny, he 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 supports. He stands. He he will stand by his his task force. Um, and this leads me to the question, Rohan, of the the powers of the the, the CMO especially, but not only <clears throat> not only on St. Kitts and Nevis. But the power of the CMO throughout the, the, the islands, you would see, people would say the CMOs are running the country. They would say that, yes, they, they, they have to be, um, the government is advised by, by whatever health protocols, by the CMOs, by the respective CMOs. But at the same time, the CMOs, they, pe- people are arguing that they are not business people. They do not understand that the country should be opened mm-hmm. um, so that we can have some kind of economic stability and to move on from what was. They do not understand yeah. the frustrations of businessmen and women. They do not understand the frustrations of an empty government treasury. They do not understand the frustration that hotels are closed for over a year and a half. They do not understand the frustration that, that people are sitting at home. Some haven't gotten severance. Um, in their respective countries or whatever the case may be. And each time they will come and say, yes, we must continue a curfew. They will say, yes, we must continue the lockdown. But that's the, 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 yes, there is a hell part of it. But you are saying to vaccinate. You are advising that the people of, whether it's in Kitts and Nevis or around the Caribbean, you're saying vaccinate. They are doing that. And still what? You continue the, 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 the lockdowns. You continue. I understand in, in the case of St. Kitts and Nevis why it is necessary, mind you, to have the, the recent um, call for the, the, the restrictions and the, the, the lockdown. But what I am saying in, uh, in territories overall, that there seem to be the, the, the health authorities, the CMOs, they're not concerned about if the country makes a dollar the next day. So where, where do we go from here with that fight and, and balance? You know, I mean, there's a lot of questions to be asked and, and um, hopefully we can get some answers. You know, I'm, when when we started the battle initially with COVID, one would understand the need for the medical um, professionals and so on to run 
and to take full charge of the task force. And I think as time went on and we began to see the, the slowing of the rate of infection because of the non-pharmaceutical practices that people were employing, the wearing of the mask and the washing of the hands and the sanitizing, that over time one would recognize that there was a need for other people to sit on the task force, to bring a, 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 a human perspective, a real human perspective to what was going on in countries around the world. And when I say that, I mean that because we understood how it, the, the virus was spread and how we could mitigate against that spread, we needed then to, to look at the whole picture and say, how are our decisions affecting human life? Mm -hmm. Understanding and accepting the, the health issue. But if we can control that, how do we now <coughs> mitigate against the mental strain, the economic strain, the, the frustration young people are facing? And so many have called in the past, Marvin, for a psychologist to be on to be on, on the task force and and, and, and the epidemiologist to be on the task force, a, a business person. Um I, I I must say and I must admit I don't know the, the total makeup of the COVID nineteen mm -hmm. task force, the national and, and probably that is a sad state because we should all know who is who is sitting on these task force and who is making respond um, this, um decisions with regards to how, how, how we are dealing with this. But to get a comprehensive view where people can say, listen, listen I understand we need to, to, to do X, Y, Z, but is it possible that we can do X, Y, Z and still have ABC in place? Those are the kind of things people are asking because mm -hmm. we are not all health professionals and we are not all um, trained in infectious diseases and those kind of things, but we are affected by this disease, it is the virus, and and so we need full information so that we can make real decisions. But and but but Rohan, well. I understand this. But, I understand mm -hmm. that. But, but Rohan, um, if the task force is saying to us, and I'm talking about, let me generalize it, not necessarily the task force on Sinkets and Nevis, but they are included. But if the task force is saying to us that this is the new norm. Governments are preaching that this is the new norm. So are we saying, yes, I understand, mind you, folks. Don't get me wrong, listeners. I understand the surge on St. Kitts and Nevis. But if this is the new norm and you're saying, okay, vaccinate or whatever the case may be. So we are just going to, to just um, go into lockdowns every time. Are, are, are lockdowns the new norm? Is, the, is, the, is that the new norm? That is exactly what we are talking. That is exactly we, we, you know we are always going in terms of of even if there is an outbreak, how do we handle that? Because you would have a different perspective, you'd have different views, but it is the same people who have used the same method time and time again to get whatever end result they desire. But even so much so often, we have asked the people of Saint Kitts and Nevis, and I will use Saint Kitts and Nevis as my direct mm -hmm. example mm -hmm. to vaccinate when the cluster was first announced. Days after that, there were record, number, record numbers of individuals going to take their first vaccine. Yes. We are now at 60, 65, heading to 70% on a first vaccine. Mm -hmm. Understand that if this was Johnson & Johnson, we would have been 5% away from herd immunity. Mm -hmm. We are 25% going on 30% of people with two doses. Yet, Marvin, people who are fully vaccinated have been treated the very same way. 
as people who are not vaccinated. <laughs> they still have to adhere to, to, to curfews. They can't go out. They can't do this. They can't do that. So you are saying, what, what my thing is, you have sent to people, vaccinate in order for X, Y, Z. People mm-hmm. are responsible for their own health decisions. Mm-hmm. Their own personal that's they, 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 they take responsibility for that. These people have done so. Mm-hmm. But you are saying to these people, look, all right, you're fully vaccinated, but you got to be home by six. Mm-hmm. You, 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 you can't go to restaurants in small groups. You, you, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't. And therein is going to lie a problem because those who, those who, who are not vaccinated, I mean, they say, well, I mean, it doesn't make any sense. Why should I get vaccinated then? If there are no real benefits to, 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 to being vaccinated, save and accept that you, you, you have a less chance of catching well, I'm glad. I'm happy that you say that. I'm, I'm happy that you said that because I'm happy to say and to report. And this is not something that I would have publicized. Um, and people do if they want to publicize that they're vaccinated. That's fine. But only because we're having this conversation, and I am now officially, actually today, Rohan, I am um, o- officially fully vaccinated, right? And um, I did it because it lessens my chance of catching the 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 the, the COVID virus. I am I can probably still catch it, but um, the risk of me having to be a, 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 on a ventilator is pretty 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 slim and low, right? And I did that um, to 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 save my life. I did that from all the, that risk, those risks, and for those who I care about and who I normally be around. Right. And if they don't want to to protect themselves um, and it's their choice at the same time, if whether or not I'm not going to hold anybody, I'm not going to hold it against someone if they do not want to vaccinate. But at the same time, I am ta- I have taken that measure so I can protect myself and to them and protect them uh, to an extent. So um, I did all the research you can possibly think about. And I. I went over, I went and I, I got myself um, vaccinated. And today, June 14th, I am fully vaccinated. And um, I'm still here with 10, I think it's 10 toes and 10 fingers. <laughs> I'm not speaking a different language. I would like to speak Spanish fluently. But um, I am here and I'm feeling good. And I just um, want to encourage folks out there that, um, hey, yes, it is your choice. And we at the Blue Table, we have continue to to preach to you and to encourage you to yes you do your research but at the end of the way it's a personal decision and i've made my personal decision you have yours to make i won't tell you meaning folks out there what to do but at the same time um i think that i would have made the right decision in taking the vaccine and i am very happy that i did yeah i mean and um um, kudos to you on that. I mean, the reality is, um, again, it's a personal decision. You have to be responsible. You have to decide what is in your best interest. I mean, for your health-wise, you 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 weigh the balances. You're going to. It's a vaccine. Yes, it's in trial. It's an emergency use only. You want to take that? No, you want to wait until it is FDA approved or whoever approves them or so. I, I don't know. There's going to be a big variation in in in. In the, in the science and the medication after having been approved by FDA, of course, you know, as time goes on, things improve and so on. That is for you to do. We have said time and time again, do your research. 
Read as much medical journals as you can. Find a doctor that you're comfortable with. Ask them the questions. Get the answers that you need. And you decide what is best for you and your and your family. Um, and, and, and you move forward. You know, for a lot of people, it was an easy decision to make. I've been considering, um, as the science has, has said, people who have underlying conditions are mm-hmm. at a higher risk of... of being infected with the virus and then having the challenges of the disease. And and and, so, and my research, I'm glad that you mentioned that just to back up there a bit. My research wasn't whether or not, it wasn't a matter of should I take the vaccine or should I not? My thing was which one, <laughs> right? So so thankfully I I am in a position where I have I have options. So that that was my um my research. Which one? And I made up my mind and I took the vaccine and so yeah, I, I I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I mean you know I I guess over time countries in the region, Saint Anthony's included, will have will have the options of of a Moderna or a Pfizer or Johnson and Johnson or maybe the the the, the ones the Cubans are in um, clinical trials as well. I understand Russia has one and China has, and so yeah, there is the plethora of of, of uh, um. Options, mm-hmm. and I know in Saint Kitts and Nevis, and I'm sure across the Caribbean region, people have been saying, "Listen, we want options. We don't want AstraZeneca. We want a Moderna. We want a Pfizer." And then there'll be some people like me who would say, "Listen, I am not a big fan of injections and these kind of things. Give me a one shot, and, and, and I call that George." And yes. Johnson and Johnson, you know, and so we are going to get to that point where the options are going to be there, and I and I think. When the option comes, a cost will come with that as well. Yes, yes. And so now people, I, I, it would be interesting to find out what people's position would be now, because you have asked for options. Options have come, and uh, are you willing to to take it but have to pay, you know, nominal or minimal fee, depending on if countries within the region have to buy these vaccines or if they are going to be donated. Of course, recently we have heard President Biden who. Committed, I think, it was a half a billion. Yes, um, of the Pfizer, and so um, and at the G seven and at the G at the current um at the current G seven summit that they're having in 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 Europe right now over there, they have committed to five billion. Um, I'm not sure over what period of vaccines. So, and of course, as you've just mentioned, Biden with his half a uh, uh, yes, yeah, and I think Biden's. Biden's commitment runs through 2022 should be the last batch mm-hmm. of that commitment. And so, of course, the Caribbean region has always had good working relations and good diplomatic relations with the U.S., and I'm sure the region will get um, from that from that commitment. And so um, we'll see how, how that affects the region in terms of getting their numbers up, in terms of getting to, to that um, desired... Um, um, herd immunity level, but the challenges continue with the, 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 the virus here in Silicon Valley. Of course, we knew a second wave was coming. This one, yeah, four times, five times as bad, but <laughs> this is what it is, right? I tell you what, there's. I, I need to talk about something that took place again. So we're still in St. Kitts and Nevis about an address by the Premier of Nevis, the Honourable Mark Brantley, but I got to take a break. We got to take a break. Let's hear from uh, Carl and Sons Bakery on St. Martin and uh, Affluent Homes and Nevis, and we'll be right back. Mervyn Henley with Rohan Ives. It's been a while that you're thinking or dreaming of your new home. 
Let affluent homes turn that dream into reality. Leave it to us to deliver. A team of architects and designers have created award-winning designs. We will work with you to develop the distinctive look you envision. For real estate development, property sales and management, you must think of Affluent Homes Limited. Check out our website at www.affluenthomesnevis.com or email us merchant at merchantlc.com or call us today at 1-869-665-2121. Affluent Homes Limited. I'm very hungry. Whoa, was that your stomach? You need to get on down to Carl and Son's Unique Bakery, your number one spot for sandwiches, pastries, cakes, and more for breakfast and lunch. Are you in a rush? Call in your order at 543-1059 for town and 544-2462 for Cold Bay. Follow their Facebook page to see their daily lunch specials. Carl and Son's, the right choice since 1982. Mervyn Hanley will inspire. Mervyn Hanley will Rohan, we're back at the Blue Table. And um, so we were speaking earlier about the Prime Minister giving an address to the nation regarding the lockdowns in St. Kitts and Nevis. That's on Friday. Saturday, the, the Attorney General, he came out and he said what he had to say. And he broke down the, 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 um, the details of um, the speech. Mm-hmm. Then on today's month, so Saturday night now, that was the Attorney General was Saturday during the day. Saturday night, Premier of Nevis, Honorable Mark Brantley, um, he basically said, uh, go to work. Nevisions, you should go to work. Um, yes, the restrictions are still in place, but his argument is that, of course, we do not have a case of uh, a COVID-19, active case COVID-19 on Nevis. And so why should the people of Nevis um, businesses suffer um, from um, this 14-day lockdown? Uh, but before I get into that, I want to read something quickly from a Dasky Percival um, a social media, he's on social media, and um, he's from St. Kitts Nevis, and he would have said, he would have made this, this, this remark, um, and here it go. Here goes. I think I'm misunderstanding, and this is after, mind you, this was after the, this was Saturday, he made this midday. He made this just about midday on Saturday midday. So after the Prime Minister's address, he said, I think I'm misunderstanding something in all of this. Nevis has a, does Nevis have a community spread? Also, who's representing Nevis in all these decisions? Why is it Nevisions small business owners have to suffer because Sinkis has a community spread? Why Nevisions have to now worry how they're going to pay their bills because Sinkis has a community spread? Another Nevision mother, father, sister, uncle out of work and have to worry about food and bills because Sinkis has a community spread. We would rather lock down the entire federation instead of locking down the island that has the community spread. Does Nevis not have its own financial institutions, health system, public and private sectors? We can't function at all without Sinkits. So much we have to suffer if Sinkits has an outbreak. I've seen countries lock down states and parishes. We can lock down a separate island. 
Someone explain this to me. Who represent Nevis in the federal decisions? Or they just don't have a say? All because the Sinkit's government and the Sinkit's business failed to follow protocols? I guess Nevis will reopen when Sinkit's has resolved all its issues? Now, when Nevis has to suffer because of negligence in Sinkit's, will the Nevision public be compensated for income lost? Since Sinkit's has been doing so well financially for years, accumulating accumulating surplus after surplus. That was Mr. Dasky Percival on Saturday midday. And of course, on Saturday night, um, the premier could be just coincidence, but I'm j- I just had to put that out there. But on Saturday night, the yeah. premier came out and he made it clear that um, for those same very reasons, some of those same very reasons why he has decided and he would have advised the prime minister um, that um, Nevis will be open for business on Monday. Your thoughts? You know, <laughs> let me try to slow down here and respond and because um, there are a number of things in in, 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 in this realm of the, the, the premier's address and the posting by um, um, Nadaski, is it? And um, mm-hmm. some other comments on social media. I think let me not say I think. My personal position is this, Marvin. Um, we have got to get to a point where we begin to make a case for Nevis without trying to stick it to sink it, mm-hmm. if I may um, use it in that reference. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, we make a case for Nevis without um, including sink it. In, in, in respect, I'm saying, we make a case by saying, listen, Nevis doesn't have any community spread. Mm-hmm. Nevis can, with respect to the SRNO, continue to function until there is such a case. And hopefully there is never such a case. Um, it is it is in the interest of the Federation and the people of Nevis that Nevis continues to move forward in a normal sense mm-hmm. uh, um, without the restrictions because they are not yet directly impacted by any COVID-19 cluster or any COVID-19 community spread. No mm-hmm. time said anything about things. The reality is when we begin to make cases for one against each other, we are harnessing and we are, are pushing a division. Mm-hmm. And it is time for us to begin to unify, not 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 in this political sense of, of unity, but as a people or humanity and then and, and again and I know you have heard me talk time and time again about humanity. Our humanity must be one that draws us to be mindful of other people. Mm-hmm. And we, we have long had this standing about for about um you know, think it's versus Nevis, think it's this. When it when it's good, it's think it's when it's bad, it's think it's Nevis. Listen, those are trivialities. Mm-hmm. Let us make a case for Nevis without trying to make our brothers and sisters and think it's feel guilty about right. certain things. I mean, yes, we can have a conversation about people being irresponsible and so on, but we can make a case for Nevis just by making a case for Nevis. Now, I found it interesting for me that the Premier had to make that address. Mm-hmm. And people are going to say, listen, social media and division public brought an immense amount of pressure to bear on the leader of Nevis, and he had to make that presentation. And if that is the case, then fine. It is good to see that divisions are standing firm, 
mm-hmm. that are calling for representation at the highest level mm-hmm. and are speaking out about issues that are affecting them daily. And, and this is wonderful. My thing is, Damar, it should not have come to that. And if that is the case, you are representing Nevis, you have that natural power to speak to Nevis's agenda in terms of its development and its operations. The address from the Prime Minister should have included what the Premier spoke about. Mm-hmm. In that decision, in that in that um, cabinet meeting, the Premier needed Premier of Nevis needed to lay out that position to the Prime Minister. Listen, this isn't we, we're not talking about any disrespect to saying it or any 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 division or any of those things. We are saying, listen, we are in Nevis, not affected by the community. You 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 <laughs> you are assuming that this conversation did not take place. Ah, you see, now Marvin, I can only speak on what I know mm-hmm. because I wasn't in the meeting, and nobody, not the prime minister, nor the premier, spoke of any of those things. We have got this thing about. I understand cabinet meeting. You you whether you agree or disagree, you come out and cabinet, whatever it is. Everybody, it's an everybody agree kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But we are talking about in national health issue. Then there needs not to be any 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 um, secrecy if the premier says, "Listen, I want Nevis to, to remain open." And if Nevis is to remain open, we can re- we can remain open under these conditions. I don't see why why there needs to be um, why that can't happen. I don't see anything wrong with that ask because people are looking at the economic side alone. I'm saying. If you put certain measures in place, you're saying to the people of Nevis, this you, you are not affected directly by the community spread yet. We want to protect you from that kind of thing. So this is what we are going to do. We are going to for the next two weeks suspend the travel between St. Louis and Nevis. But I'll be very I'll be very I'll be very surprised. Here's the thing too. And people will say cabinet business is private. Well, cabinet's business is the people's business, really. It's the people's business. It's the people's business. And so I'll be very surprised if the premier did make a case for Nevis to, to, to remain open and the prime minister said no. I'll be very surprised at that. I'll also be very surprised. I'll also be very surprised if there was a... Um, if the premier was a part of this meeting, whether he was a part of in person or in Zoom... And um, he said nothing on such a discussion and then only came out after the prime minister's address. Um, So whether or not there was a contribution, I'll be surprised that there was no contribution made on behalf of Nevis. So either way, I am surprised. And that is why it is so confusing to um, to Mm -hmm. to see the this this. It, it, can I be frank with you? I think it was very embarrassing um, to an extent. It, it, it was very embarrassing to an extent to see that the prime minister gave an address and then the premier had to, um, he came back and he did one. I don't know what, com- I don't know what the breakdown of communication was, but obviously something. The premier, let me tell you something about Matt Brantley. He doesn't use words loosely. You'll never get him to use a word. Whatever he says, he that is what he meant, and he already studied it, right? And in his address, he said that he advised the prime minister. He advised. Now, I saw some folks on social media then saying, yes, the premier did had a discussion with the prime minister. The premier never mentioned consulted, because to me, a consultation is about 
Rohan, I come to you and we are having a discussion and I'm consulting with you. What are your thoughts back and forth? And we're consulting, yeah? Discussion is what we're having right now at the blue table. The premier didn't use those words. He said he advised to me. If I advise someone to, if I advise someone on a given topic, I am telling them what I will be doing or what is the case may be. So <laughs> the premier said advise. So if we have to get under the technicality, I do not see that there was a, this is me, Mervyn Henley, that uh, there was some big discussion about opening or whatever. The premier sent a, 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 a communication and um, I know he loves to use WhatsApp. So let us say he used it. Uh, he sent a communication and he said what he had to say to the prime minister. He said he advised him. So he made, he advised the prime minister and went into his recording. That is the way I, I, I am seeing it. And um, it is, it is, it is, it is just um, some things are unfortunate. I do understand though. Don't get me wrong. I do understand where the, the, the premier is, is coming from. I understand his argument. But again, this could have this matter, the way it was handled, it was handled very poorly. It was handled very poorly. You know, I, I agree. And, and listen, I am not one to come and say the Premier, this and the Premier's daughter and all kind of story. The Premier responded, from me, this is, this is me, Rohan, I was speaking. Mm-hmm. The Premier responded to his, popul- to his population. Mm-hmm. His people demanded certain things. His people asked for certain things. And in his position as leader, he felt he needed to respond to the request of the people. I don't see anything wrong with that. Right. What I see fundamentally wrong is that we should not have got have gotten to that point. Mm-hmm. Because our leaders are supposed to be one with, with certain foresight and understanding. Mm-hmm. My thing is, in the discourse of the emergency cabinet meeting, and you notice you think it's a nevis and things get out of cabinet meeting, whether they walk out by the little um, mosquito or by the cockroach or by the rat, however they get out, they get out. Mm-hmm. I am firmly of this view. If the Premier had made this position known in cabinet and the Prime Minister did not accept or just did his own thing or it was a majority um, decision, it would have gotten out of cabinet, out of cabinet. Mm-hmm. And the premier of Nevis asked for Nevis to be open, and the prime minister did not accede. Mm-hmm. I, I have, no, I have, I have no doubt about that. <laughs> I feel that, uh-huh. this, that the presentation by the premier was an after. Okay. And 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 if you listen to him well, it is, I guess that he would have, whether he he, he sat down and he, he took his time and he looked at the situation and he said, you know what, listen. Nevis needs to stay open. Nevis mm-hmm. can handle, handle this kind of uh, 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 business shutdown and whatever the case is. But here is the fundamental thing. Don't know him of it. When he spoke, what, here is what he said. He said, government workers are to report to work. But then it is still the private businesses mm-hmm. decision as to how they schedule workers. Mm-hmm. And so if small businesses decided, listen, we are going to follow the Prime Minister's SRNO and we are going to shut down because as far as we can concerned, the SRNOs are, are, are for the Federation and the Prime Minister is the big, is the, what, is, what is it they call him? The top dog. The top dog. <laughs> then what? Right? Because most of what the Premier said was in line with what the Prime Minister said. Mm-hmm. So even accept that 
news is still open for business. Yes. The, the, the coffee remains in place. Yes. All the restrictions that were listed remains in place. He, he of course, you know, um, presented his solidarity with the situation in St. Kitts and so on and so on, as leaders should. But what is the fundamental difference between what the Premier said and what the Prime Minister said? <coughs> the Prime Minister, if I am right, also spoke ab- about only essential travel being necessary um, between St. Kitts and Nevis. If you're mm-hmm. traveling for essential purposes, then, then that is necessary. I think the, the only thing that um, would have gone a little further, the Premier would have gone a little further, or the small businesses in terms of the, the water taxi operators and the ferries, and they decided, listen, we are going to suspend mm-hmm. our operations for the two weeks, except for Mark Twain, who is going to do that special one for people who need medical attention and, and people who who um, are going to work. Marvin, who is to tell you you are not going to see a doctor in St. Kitts? Hmm. You have to show your appointment, proof of your appointment. How are you going to get that? <laughs> the doctor is going to send you a WhatsApp message hmm. and say you have an appointment and so on. So um, the, the operators of Mark Twain know all the doctors in St. Kitts. I'm just saying mm-hmm, that all of these, even with this, there's still loopholes. And, and it's just a case where people recognize what, what, what the government is trying to do and trying not to, to get it. Because it doesn't take, it doesn't take much for Nevis to have to have their own spreading about it. Hmm. And, and, and that is part of the reason why I said we, we, we make a case for Nevis about trying to, as we will say, trust Nevis under the bus. Because if we have a cluster in Nevis, listen, the, the Premier admitted, admitted to, this, to this fact that our health system isn't as robust to deal with clusters. Hmm. And, and the, so we must hmm. be mindful of how we... We, we position ourselves in, 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 in respect to, to our brothers and sisters in St. Kitts in, 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 you know, in as much as getting um, needs to stay open. I understand fully what people are saying. People are, are hurting. People need to work. People need to make money. People need to take care of their families. And COVID is really putting a serious strain on that. But let us not let the blame totally the defeat of COVID. But that's a story for another time. All I'm saying is remember that our brothers and sisters a human as as well. Um, let us not try to to, to you know the suffering is all is already difficult. Let's let's, let's not add any 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 um, fuel to that kind of fire. Well, um, this morning, the earlier earlier this morning, um, your party leader, um, I almost say Honorable Doctor Janice Daniel. I be, maybe I'm yeah. speaking something into existence. I don't know. <laughs> Um, Dr. Janice Daniel Hodge, she responded as well, and she said this morning, Good morning, Nevis. We are living in unprecedented times, and I ask that all of us continue to be safe. There is much debate about the recent issued SRO. One question that must be answered is why couldn't the Premier make the case for Nevis in the federal cabinet so that the Prime Minister could issue a SRO that reflects consideration of the different situations in St. Kitts and Nevis? Especially during this COVID-19 pandemic, when lives and livelihoods continue to be threatened, we as Nevisions expect and deserve representation at the highest level of decision-making in our country. After all, we have three elected representatives in the federal cabinet. Were they not present at the cabinet meeting to discuss and provide inputs to the SRO on behalf of the Nevision public? Nevisions? Collaboration and inclusivity are essential to deliver effective solutions. In these times of uncertainty, our aim should be to minimize conflicts 
and to act in the best interests of the masses. A peaceful approach and mindset is critical to minimizing conflict and divisiveness and to maintain the best possible balance among all the people within the Federation. This is not the time for division. This is not the time to fight one another and to create unnecessary tension. For our island to move forward, for our people to have a greater chance of progress and prosperity, especially within the present construct, we cannot promote divisiveness. As we continue to put Nevis first, we are mindful that no man is an island. We must be our brothers and sisters' keeper, because no one knows what the future holds. May God continue to bless us. That was from your party leader, Dr. Janice Daniel Hodge. You know, I, I, I will put on my political cap now. Um, yeah, and that is quality leadership, and that is leadership fit for purpose. And um, of course, and that is what I was I, I was saying, and, and, and party leader um, succinctly and, and nicely um, puts it forward that we, we have to be mindful of, of certain situations. And in all honesty, it would have been better placed if it came from the prime minister. Um, Putting a case out there for the people of Nevis, and so we, 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 we would have been, it would have been so much better that gel of, of, of unity and unification. Saint Kitts and Nevis, the Prime Minister saying, "Listen, we are, I understand what is happening in Saint Kitts and Nevis. I understand what is happening in Nevis. Um, why we try to get what is happening in Saint Kitts under control, and why we, we continue to do our best to protect the people of Nevis. We are going to we are going to allow Nevis's economy to." To, to continue to, to gain strength in, in that regard, if that is what he wants to say, and we're going to allow Nevis to remain open, um, the, the, the certain um, rules will not apply. Nevis will continue to operate under the old um, curfew of 8 p.m. And, and, and so on. Because you know, when you look at this at 6 p.m. curfew and you have people working for government, is there an adjustment to their working hours? Are they working 8 to 1? Eight to two because they too might need to get necess um, necessities, and if they're working eight to four, this little I mean, yeah, the, the the eight to four, you rush home, you leave your office after four, and then this rush to get home by six. I mean, yeah, you, I mean, you leave work at four, you're not getting to the supermarket either. Hmm. So, um, this market is closed at four. But the party leader is in, indeed correct. Um, the 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 New England population did elect three. Um, individuals to serve us and sometimes we need to to stand up for for that kind of representation and so listen this is the position we made um xyz and, and so and i guess it's, it's it's all about the whole um archaic way of how governments are set up and so on and i guess of course people are trying to throw the line of this unity of, of this unity government but um you we we, we We've got to get to the point where we understand and we accept, uh, as the party leader would have said, that we, we, we are definitely all in this together. And um, a peaceful approach, peaceful approach, a peaceful approach, because what we saw <laughs> on, on Saturday could be, could be classified as being combative, especially, especially if you're a petition. And I know, I know Marvin without even um, doing a poll, that there are a number of petitions who feel, who feel that um, the premier's presentation was one against them. So, hmm. Let, two weeks, well, two weeks. We, we shall see. I believe that um, there is more in the mortar, and um, 
we'll no, we'll no. we'll hear lots more about it. I I, I assure you. Yes. Now, quickly, Rohan, St. Martin this weekend continues its buzz. Um, the cruise ships, they're out uh, sailing from St. Martin. Uh, they had two COVID cases on the cruise ship, uh, one cruise ship. But the cruise, they issued a statement saying that they will continue. This will not stop them, you know, and they're continuing business as, as normal. Um, this weekend on St. Martin, we saw over on Saturday alone, on Saturday alone, 4,806 passengers came through St. Martin Airport, right? And these people, they have almost 80. The last check, I think, was 72 or something like that, active cases, which was yesterday. Um, but they are moving forward. Over the weekend, the entire weekend, there were over 6,000 passengers who came through. And I'm talking about inbound passengers who came through mm -hmm. the Princess Juliana International Airport on St. Martin. So it's yeah. it's kicking, it's buzzing on the island of St. Martin. Well, St. Martin surely isn't waiting for for full um, defeat of COVID. They and they're not, not they're not waiting for they're not waiting for CMO either. They're not waiting for CMO. They're doing what they need to do. You know, you know, Marvin. This may be a a, a, a particular strategy too. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. and it may it may be one that the rest of the region will seek to model in time to come. And my thinking is, people have been so distraught and so mentally frustrated and so economically downpressed mm -hmm. that they don't want to respond to anything that is happening. They just, listen, these people just want to be mentally free. They want to be economically prosperous. They want to go to work. They want to have a life that is near normal. What is happening in St. Martin, Marvin? You have that economic buzz that is happening there in the same island. What is that going to do? Mm -hmm. It's going to put people back to work, is it not? It's mm -hmm. going to create new employment, is it not? Mm -hmm. It's going to put money into the pockets of people, is it mm -hmm. not? What is that going to do? It is and invest, to invest the confidence, invest the confidence. Right. Well, that too, but let us talk about the population for a minute. Right. That is going to ease that mental strain. It is going to ease that mental frustration because people are going to be happy again. I've spoken about how, how, how productive, happy people can be. And if people are happy, they respond differently. Mm -hmm. So you may very well have a case where people are saying, listen, I am, we are making money. I can pay the bills. I can send my children to school. I can feed them well. I can feed myself well. And the government says, listen, I need you to go and take the vaccine. Mm -hmm. And people are going to say, listen, with all the things that have been happening, because of the investment the government made and what the government did, show thing, roll up the sleeve, take the vaccine. I'm just saying that one could very well correlate to the other mm -hmm. and to make that drive to get people to vaccinate um, easier for government because people are now working and people are now understanding. Listen, this is what the government was trying to say. Um, maybe you didn't understand it, but they have gone ahead. They, they, they have become a hub for cruise line departures. Um, as you said, the numbers are through the roof, almost 8,000 over the weekend. Mm -hmm. um, so, St. Martin is, 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 is on the verge of seeing that new normal and having that new normal and experiencing that new normal and, and, and hopefully that translates to a healthier population and people understanding and accepting um, what, what the health professionals are trying to see. And as I said, who knows, it might be a model um, for the Caribbean to, to follow. One of the things you, you said, which was pointedly so important, is investor confidence. And if you have investor confidence, then 
my word, what is what, what, what is going to stop you? So you might maybe onto something. Yes. And finally, uh, before you go, um, well, the, the government of Anguilla, they're not too popular right now. Um, and now you have uh, uh, the, 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 to add to that on popularity, um, yeah, the day yeah. trips to St. Martin uh, from Anguilla, they have extended it and it's not permitted until October 1st. Now, this is an island and a people that have enjoyed the, the freedom of travel to and from St. Martin even if it was 15 times daily. And now we're seeing where um, this, well, if you are, I believe, fully vaccinated and you want to get over, but then you have to take a, a PCR test and blah, blah, blah. It's a, it's, a, it's a lot. But the overall thing is day trips. Day trips. You can spend three days or whatever the case may be, but day trips are no longer, well, for now until October. October seem, wow, that's almost Christmas. But not until October. <laughs> Um, to travel to St. Martin on a day trip. And St. Martin and Anguillians, this is what they're accustomed to. But I guess because Anguilla, yes, the government, they are um, um, they are stating their argument is they're protecting their citizens. They're, you know, they're doing what they think is right. But at the same time, it's it's an unpopular decision. And But hey, I guess if they lived without St. Martin for a year and a half, they're thinking, okay, we can probably do this um, three more, three more months. Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, um, the decision to make. I think. I mean, on on the show we would have talked, um, spoken about um, governments who make unpopular decisions, but this government is relatively young, mm-hmm. and so it can it can afford to make some unpopular decisions early. Um, hopefully, it works out in in, in their benefit. Yes. Listen, um. We're going to defeat COVID nineteen. There is no question Indeed, about brother. that. We are Indeed. going to defeat COVID nineteen. It is. It is just a case of when, and then governments and people looking to do it sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. I know, of course, pharmaceuticals are looking for FDA approvals for their their vaccines, and um, that should ease the conscience of a lot of people. Considering that you know, some people somewhere said, "Okay, this is safe now," and that somebody has some kind of liability. Mm-hmm. Liability should you you suffer consequences thereof. Um, but we are going to defeat COVID nineteen. The people we have always, as well as the people as a human race, we have always found ways to defeat um, these kind of these kind of um, challenges. And so, you know, I, I, I said to the people of the region. Um, your you brothers and sisters continue to to keep your head up, continue to, to push forward one foot in front of the other um, continue to bring your brothers keeper, your sisters shoulders and to the people at home here in St. Kitts and Nevis um, we are stronger together in an effort to defeat COVID-19 to the people of St. George's um, hold on that change you have long desired is it's on its way um, we are going to 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 build out a better and stronger St. George's. A bit, bigger and better Nevis. You know, Marvin, sorry for the political blog, but um, <laughs> we, we we are definitely going to defeat to defeat this this disease. You're going to do it together, and tomorrow is going to be better than today. And as it is written, this too this too shall pass. Rohan Ayes, what a quite a stint tonight. And I want to thank you so much for being at the Blue Table. And you'll join us again uh, later in the week. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Rohan Ayes for you at the Blue Table this evening. 
Again, if you're on the app, if you're on listening to us on the website or whatever you're listening to us on, remember to subscribe. Download the app first. That's the Blue Table with Mervyn Hanley and to subscribe so you don't miss an episode or any late breaking news and information. Do join me again tomorrow evening for a similar presentation. Continue to remain safe and have a good night. Mervyn Hanley will inspire. Mervyn Hanley will empower. A voice powerful beyond measure. He will keep us strong under pressure. Touching the hearts and souls of family. You will hear his voice through your tragedy. Television online and overseas. Tune in to Mervyn Hanley.